the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the James Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and to overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and I tell you, I hope everybody had a wonderful, wonderful weekend. We certainly did. All the fathers out there, I want to wish you a belated happy Father's Day. And I tell you, our great viewers and our listeners out there, I want to say that um, it's an absolute pleasure uh, just being in your presence. Just, uh, I, I tell you, just being in your presence, just being around and just doing great things because you all are great folks. And one of the things I want to talk about today is community and that we have to take care of ourselves and our communities because our community is what keeps us whole and what keeps us together. And it, it also help everybody be organized and learn to love each other because you have to take care of yourself. So we're going to talk about community care, you know, community care. And say, so what is community care? Uh, community care, just like I said, is being able to respond to your neighbors, being able to respond to things that are happening in your community, being able to uplift each other, being able to be there. It's all important when it comes to community care. So we have to be able to care for everything that happened in our community. We're talking about the folks. We're talking about our kids. We're talking about uh, uh, community centers. We talk, we, we're talking about everything that's important to having a great community. And I tell you, today, I got one of the most uh, favorite, my most favorite people in the world, you know, here. And I call her the young professor uh, because uh, this young lady is so talented, so wise, so caring, and she understands the things that it requires to help build a great community. I'm talking none other than the, I call the young doctor, Desi Carson, my friend, my buddy, and I tell you, I just love this young lady to death. And uh, just like I said, what we're going to talk about is how to build a community of care. And the purpose of today's show is getting to know the background of this magnificent person. I put that first. Advocate, speaker, mental health, equity champion, community builder, social activist, Desi Casa. Also, discuss what, what is community care and why do we need it and why do each one of us need this? Learn how uh, we can build a new relationship to being part of your community. Most importantly, we're going to discuss why are healthy relationships difficult to learn and how can we heal excellent relationships to be healthy. Sometimes everybody around you is not, not always your friend, if that's what you, you think of. And everybody that's in your life might not need to be in your life. And sometimes, just like the old saying, some people are brought in for a season. I mean, they're not brought in permanently. they brought in for a season. So... Just a little bit about this young lady. I tell you, uh, uh, Desi Carson is a diversity, equity, inclusion uh, coach, activist, uh, et cetera, social justice. And and she also, she got this program that she helped create called Ideal. Uh, and uh, she got the, one of the most beautiful smiles on record. <laughs> and uh, former athlete, uh, love sports, love all of these things. And what we're going to talk about is a lot of things that she do with the idea programs, things that are 
and her generation and our generations and other generations that we need to focus on. You know, so uh, I tell you, I'm going to bring Desi in and uh, she is going to be able to tell you a whole lot more about her and also uh, talk about this community care thing that we're talking about today. So without any further ado or delay... Welcome to the show, Jesse. <laughs> hello, hello. Thank you for having me again. I'm so happy to be here. Well, come on, come on now. You just like <laughs> I told you, I told you a long time ago uh, that you're gonna be on a regular basis. And have I have I lied to you? You have not. You've not lied to me once. <laughs> yeah. So how you doing? It's been a while since uh, uh, we was on the show and we we, we last chatted. Yeah, yeah. What have, it's you, been, what have uh, you been doing? It's been great. I mean, we've been continuing to do all of our awesome work in the community and helping organizations be more inclusive and just trying to put more love in the world because there's also been some tragedies that have happened lately. And so it's really important that we show up for each other. Yeah, it's, it's so important that we show up as uh, tragedies and all the different things since last time uh, you was on the show. Uh, at least three or four shootings, uh, mm-hmm. a lot of mental health issues and problems. Uh, and we would like to think that the world is getting better. Uh, but a lot of these things, Desi, happen in the communities that we live in. And it, it goes unaware that we have problems there because no one is paying attention and not saying that you want to stick your nose in somebody else's business, but uh, not paying attention to what's going on, not being able to identify if a person is having a major problem, et cetera. Uh, we just want to concentrate on what's going on in our lives. Uh, and I don't think that's great community care if we're not able to sense and see things around us, you know, so that's why it's so important, I believe, that we talk about this great topic today. You know, so, yeah, yeah I, I did not go off into a lot of this stuff because I wanted you to do it. Uh, can you <laughs> That's t- what I'm here for. <laughs> can, can you tell uh, our viewers and our listeners a little bit about Desi Carson, education background, growing up, et cetera? Because, I mean, I know what it is. It's easy for me to mess it up by trying to say these things, but we're going to hear But can you do that? Sure, yeah. So, um, like you mentioned, I, uh, I've grown up in a lot of different states and a lot of different places, actually. So that really contributed to the work that I do today. Um, I've lived in 10 different states. My parents are military. Um, I used to play sports. And my background is in sports, and I first got into diversity, equity, and inclusion work as I was working with adaptive sports and um, working with uh, individuals with different abilities and helping them learn different sports and things like that. Um, And then that translated into my career where I developed grassroots DEI initiatives at different organizations and did a lot of volunteering and did a lot of panels and speaking and writing and all these things. And I realized that there's such a great need in our community, in our society for each other. And we don't always get told that from the very beginning. So I just really, really dove into how can I help make the world a better place? How can I help people love each other? And then that's the work that I'm continuing to do now. Wow. We've got about a minute and a half before the break, but but can uh, you tell our, our viewers and our listeners, uh, what is the best adjective that describes yourself and why? <laughs> I love this question. <laughs> this is fun. Um, the first one that comes to mind is open-minded. I tend to be really, really open-minded when it comes to new ideas, new experiences, but especially new people. I think that learning about new people is one of the best ways that you can learn about yourself and about life and help make you a better person. Wow. You know, so uh, open-minded. What, what, what is another one that might, might come to mind? Oh my, I would also maybe say unpredictable. <laughs> I tend to, I tend to like to switch things up a lot. I like to tend to be really exploratory um, and I like to keep things fun. So I'm going to, 
go with unpredictable. <laughs> you know, I, I like to say brilliant because uh, if, <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Every time uh, that um, a person get a chance to learn from somebody else, that means that they have hit, in my opinion, they hit a point. That means there was something radiating about that person uh, that called you to say, hmm, yeah, I, I need to think about them. And every time I get an opportunity to chat with you, I always learn something about you that's so intriguing. And as you, it's always uh, the message that you put out is so great that it doesn't matter which generation we're in at that particular time. We, it, 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 it kind of makes us think that we all got to work together. We all have to come into the current times and we all got to love and respect each other. Tell you what, we're going to take a station break on that note. But when we come back, we're going to continue this great conversation with the young professor, the young professor, Desi Carson. If you want to be part of this conversation, one 888 or go to the comments section and just uh, put your comments and I'll make sure that they're shown and you get it. It's your life. I'm Dr. James J.C. Cool. We'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. Noah Dingley here, producer of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. In the new audio version of James' book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, is a must-have. James shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever audiobooks are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. And we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley Available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. FM 96.1. North County. AM 1170. San Diego. The answer. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm Dr. James J.C. Cooley, and I got, uh, just like I told you, one of my most favorite people on this earth here with us. And um, she's known to me as a young professor uh, because uh, she's so inspiring, so enlightening. And, um, you know, anytime that you can kind of push aside potential issues or concerns or whatever that might be and be able to hold your head up and say, I'm not going to let that get to me because that ain't going to benefit me. Uh, and just stay positive. That's what it's all about, being positive. We're talking about the one and only Desi Carson. And uh, and, uh, and we're talking about community care today. That's the title of the show, is community care. And if you want to be part of this great conversation, I, I best thing to do is go to the comments on your Facebook, YouTube, uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, whatever that is, and just put your comments in here. 
Um, but probably you want to go to streamyard.com slash Facebook and authorize them to show your name. And we'll get you on here. Hey, Des, so the title of the show is How to Build a Community Care. What exactly does that mean to you? Yeah, great question. So when we're talking about community care or a community of care, we're talking about all the elements and components of our life that contribute to our health, happiness, and more specifically our mental health. So that can be actions, it can be places, but most of the time it's the people around us that we're leaning into and that is made available for us when we're having a hard time and that can really help get us through and keep our, like you said, positivity up, our motivation up as we navigate this thing called life together. You know, so uh, so just like we talk about uh, a community of care, why is that so important that we have one? It's so important to have one because we as humans don't exist in isolation at all. Like we need other people, but historically we've been kind of pushed to think that we're fine in our nuclear families or we're fine in isolation um, to see and other people to see other people as distant from us or maybe not connected to us or as potential enemies, even it could get that extreme. But in reality, we need our connections with other people to continue to learn, grow, to stay sane, to navigate and to um, help put in perspective our own happiness and life lessons as we move forward together. Wow. Can you tell our, our, our listeners and our viewers uh, how new relationships can be formed to build a community of care? Yeah, it takes a little bit of bravery and courage to uh, to build new relationships. We got to put ourselves out there. I mean, anytime we're building new friendships or relationships or period, it's kind of like dating, right? We have to put ourselves out there a little bit. We have to be a little bit vulnerable. And that vulnerability, it's a door. It's a door It's a, that can go both ways. We're not only opening ourselves up to other people, but we're also letting them in. And some of the biggest things uh, to keep in mind is that we need to identify what we need out of those relationships, and then we need to identify who we need <laughs> after that. So it's really a self-reflective process in identifying our community of care. How, how do you, you go about, okay, so everybody don't want to be part of, <laughs> of that, and um, n- not saying it, it, they, they should want to be part of, but everybody mm-hmm. does not uh, do. Have you ever found yourself trying to create relationships and help build a community, and you had so many naysayers or people pushing back saying, what's wrong with you? Why are you trying to do this? <laughs> yes, absolutely. It's like, why Why are you pushing this on me? And it's like, well, it's because I love you. Stop that. <laughs> like, let me, let me love on you. <laughs> so a lot of times people's defensiveness can be from a couple of places. It can be internal, so it can come from this internal resistance because someone's just not used to that level of vulnerability in a relationship. Um, and that's their own like resistance to it. They're like, I don't want to open up. I don't want to do it. And you're like, I'm here with open arms. Come hug me. And they're trying to push you away. And then there's the other side of it where people just aren't ready to have these sort of like emotionally intelligent conversations. And that's completely okay. We just want to manage people's expectations from the beginning and might say like, hey, I really want to build a relationship with you. I think that you're amazing. And I could really use X, Y, Z in my life. And I'm trying to build this community of care around me. Is that something that is of interest to you to be part of that? And you give people a choice to say yes or no. And that's the first level of discretion we can use when building up our our team around us. Wow. So um, in the communities, that comes from all ages across the board. And um, I'm not going to say generation X, generation Y, generation, all this other type of things. How important it is for the people in the community to understand each other and uh, to want to build their communities and not just always be the most smartest person in the room, but take inputs from everyone, every age group, including our uh, youth, our elementary uh, adults and, and seniors. How important is that? It's 
beyond important. It's fundamental to who we are and our development. And it's it's most obvious when you look at places or communities or societies historically that don't have that in place, that you don't have people leaning in and deciding to help each other and be productive together and take care of each other's well-being. They crumble and they fail and people feel really isolated and want to move on to other communities. And so the thing is, we can foster that and it is naturally a beacon. It draws people in naturally because we want to be part of a community. We want to belong. It is inherent in our psyche that we want to belong. So we're going to seek that out naturally. Um, and that's why it's so important because we could end up seeking out the wrong thing that's unhealthy for us. What are some improvements that we can do right now to improve our community of care? Yeah, first one, like, love a little bit more. If you think you're loving on people in your community, like, love on them just a little bit more because there's probably a little bit more that you can do to make someone say, to show up, to ask the right questions, to be supportive. Because when it comes down to it, that's what we're going to need at some point in our lives. So just knowing and operating in a way that we're naturally giving that out in the spirit of mutuality really makes a huge difference um, for that. And secondly, we can be open, again, be open-minded, just be really open-minded to vulnerability and don't fear that vulnerability within yourself. There is nothing wrong with being vulnerable and it failing either. Some of this is not going to work and that is completely okay because not everyone is for you at this particular point in time. Wow. You know, so you mentioned loving a little bit more a lot of folks might be saying, well, what can I do uh, to love a little bit more? I, I say hi. <laughs> I wave at people. Uh, so uh, loving a little bit more, what, what do you mean by that? So the first thing I'll say about that is that we want to make sure that any offering of love or compassion that we're giving to other people, it also really needs to be authentic. So don't go and fake the funk <laughs> with other people. <laughs> we're not we're not looking for you to like do something that's so out of character that someone's like, uh, why are you doing this to me? This is super weird. Um, but really authentically thinking about how you like to give love and how you like to receive love. And then just taking actions within that. And that's where something like the love languages is really important. I love words of affirmation. So that means I love hearing good things. And I'm going to tell people good things about themselves. So think about little things that you can do in different love languages that can really speak into people's listening. Wow. You know, so what, uh, we got two minutes before the break. What are some of the challenges that uh, we face or you have faced doing trying to promote uh, this concept? That sometimes people don't want it and that's okay. <laughs> you know, like sometimes people aren't ready to be part of a community of care and that is completely fine. It doesn't mean that they're not still deserving of our love and affection and attention. But what that means is that sometimes we have to decide what distance we want to keep them from us as we're thinking about preserving our mental health and emotional health. And, and you're absolutely right. Sometimes people, uh, they're they're hard and they they're just in their own world and they don't care about anything that's outside the world you know so uh you're you're right and uh but i i do uh agree with you that we have to regardless what people say we have to still be authentic and we have to still let them know that we love love them and that we're here for them and we are here to help them improve we're gonna take a station break but we're gonna come back and we're gonna finish not finish we're going to continue this great. Did I say finish? No, no way. We got two segments. We're going to continue this great conversation with Desi Cost. Cost, you want to be part of the conversation? We got one 888 Go to the comments and put your question in the comments. It's your life. I'm Dr. James J.C. Cooley. We'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. There is much truth in a journey that ain't over yet as all of us journey through life's precious gifts of time just like I have. 
Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must-listen to for anyone who thinks they are stuck in life or need to understand that their current situation is not their final destination. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over over yet is the unfiltered truth to provide hope for the future by challenging you to refuse to become a victim of life's circumstance and dare to be an overcomer because a bigger better and a more impactful life awaits you get the new audio version of my book country boy city boy a journey that ain't over yet on amazon and wherever audio books are sold The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Noah Dingley here, producer of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And the new audio version of James' book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, is a must-have. James shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, by James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever audiobooks are sold. The Answer, San Diego. Streaming now on TuneIn.com and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm Dr. James J.C. Cooley, and uh, I tell you that uh, Desi Carson is really putting it down. And uh, I don't know if you have... Hey, hey, Todd, are you there? Are you there? Todd? Yes, sir. Hey, Todd, man, what, what she's talking about here, man, building a community of care, which I think is so important, my friend, that we always have to be focused on doing this and always have to be focused on encouraging others uh to be a part of this philosophy what what are your thoughts well you know as she was saying that i was just thinking to myself that i'm so blessed because i've surrounded myself in different types of groups and community out there between my friends family the clubs that i'm a part of that i do have a support group around me but i feel bad for people that that don't have that that don't have a family that aren't you know aren't socially out there because it's hard if you don't have many people in your life it's hard to have that community of support around you i think it's very difficult because that uh kind of uh create problems in having a healthy personal relationship uh and uh i think that's what i mean by personal relationship i'm not talking about just with one person i'm talking about with the with the people that are in the communities so everybody can work on the same common goals and um, to also help do everything that they can as an individual to help out the other individuals or other families in the community. So I believe that um, the relationships or is personal relationships are so important. Desi, uh, what, are, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, absolutely. I, I can't emphasize the importance enough. I mean, if you think about back to the origins of our society, like that's how we got here by banding together and working together as a village <laughs> to develop ourselves. And then we moved away from that historically because we valued independence and we valued just like I said, the nuclear family earlier. And in reality, moving back to this more communal mindset of like, Yes, I want to go bring my neighbor, you know, some dinner because I know that they're going through a hard time. Or yes, I'm going to call my friend that I haven't heard from in a very long time. Like we need to keep up this active outreach in order to literally help develop us as a society more. <laughs> it's what got us to where we are, and it will get us to the next stage of where we're going as well. Wow, you know, so I, I know personal relationships are, are extremely important. That's what you just said. You know, so uh, why is healthy relationship critical to mental health? 
so healthy relationships provide us like almost bumper guards like when you're bowling <laughs> like it helps you you know you're gonna if you're not really good at bowling you're gonna hit those bumpers left and right but you're still gonna make progress going forward it really helps gives us a structure and a foundation of healthy behavior and living and thought processes that help us move forward in our life in a really positive way um and i think that we can all be a big or a small part of someone's community of care. And, but it's just really important that we are open to being part of one because you never know who's going to need you. You never know when you might be the last end of that bumper to <laughs> go on with the metaphor that you're the last hope there. Um, and so it's really important that we stay open-minded, and open-hearted through the whole process. Wow. And, and you are absolutely right uh, that we stay open-minded, open-heartedly an open heart uh, to all of these things. Sometimes, just like what, what we talked about earlier, everybody should not be in your world or they should not be uh, in those type of relationships because uh, a lot of us, we don't want to contribute and we just want to disrupt that. Why are healthy relationships difficult to find and how can we heal excellent, ex- excellent leaving relationships that are not healthy? <laughs> Yeah, what a big question. It's a really big question. Um, and the thing is with relationships as as they are, and let's say you were having some turmoil in some sort of relationship, you know, it's up to us to decide how do we want to heal that or not, or do we want to sever that relationship? And the thing is uh, that discretion can be totally different per person and by situation. And what really matters is is cutting off a person or severing a relationship gonna cause me more turmoil and stress than trying to save it. Because there's something called a sunk cost fallacy where you feel like you've invested so much into a, a particular thing or person or investment or relationship or whatever, and you don't wanna completely end it because you feel like you, you have too much skin in the game basically. But in reality, we need to do what's best for us um, and sometimes creating distance from people that aren't healthy for us or sometimes welcoming people back closer to us when we feel like we're at a place where we could try to heal that relationship through open dialogue, communication, forgiveness, apologies, and really just putting love above pride. Wow. <laughs> you know, so many of us are vulnerable uh, to certain things that are around us. And by being vulnerable, sometimes we don't know how to protect our peace, meaning we're, we're trying to instill love, compassion, caring in the relationships that we are in. And um, many times we are hoping that others are doing the same. If you are trying to instill this and you have certain things that are coming against you, which might cause you disruption in your peace. <laughs> you have to be peace, have to have peace within you in order to be able to encourage and influence others. How you go about protecting the vulnerabilities yeah. that are coming against you and being able to maintain your sanity and your peace? Yeah, first off, uh, it's identifying everything that's coming at you at once, right? Because sometimes <laughs> we don't always know what's going on or next thing we know, we have some feeling we're like, where did this come from? But whether you consider yourself an intuitive person or not, we have we have gut feelings, you know? We have gut feelings and we have intuition and we get that sense. And so when our peace starts to get disturbed, we, we feel it somewhere. Some people, it shows up physiologically. They might, their chest might hurt. Their stomach might be in knots. They might have to go to the bathroom every five seconds. Who knows? It could be anything. <laughs> but the fact of the matter is when these the that starts to show up for us, this disturbance in our peace, we really need to recognize and ask ourselves, is this worth it? Where is this coming from? And is there a way I can fix it? And if not, how do I get rid of it? Then um, when it comes to personal relationships and vulnerable, we have to be vulnerable in order to have deeper relationships. We have to open ourselves up. It's going to be a period of uncomfortability every time you get deeper and deeper, and that is okay. You might feel a temporary shift in your peace, but it comes back to a level where it settles in a much healthier place. And so knowing the difference and communicating the difference so the person that you're interacting with can make, go a long way in making sure that your peace is protected that whole way because it's not only you looking after your peace, but someone else looking after your peace too. 
I've said to someone, I'm not feeling great right now. I need you to help make sure that we we stay okay. So it becomes our responsibility that we're all okay. And that's what a community of care can do for you. Wow. And, you know, well put, well put. Um, a lot of times I, I, I can just uh, utilize myself. I want everybody to be happy and I want to do everything in my power to ensure that everybody is happy. But you always have some folks that there's nothing that you can do is going to make them happy and build relationships. And sometimes that's tough with me because I always want to try. <laughs> you know, try to. Yes, you should. And you should try. You should always try. I think everyone's worth a try. Everyone is, is, is worth a try, but sometimes in order for me to have peace, I have to make up my mind at that time that I need to just push this person to the side and I need to kind of make up with myself like, okay, that wasn't you. you know. So, uh, And we call some of these things uh, love language, apology language, uh, et cetera. We got 90 seconds or less. Can you explain what that means? Sure. So love languages and apology languages are tools that were developed that you can go online and do an assessment of yourself and learn what your language is. And that helps you communicate better to other folks. So love languages, you could be acts of service, physical touch, gifts, quality time, words of affirmation, apology languages. It's a little bit different. It could be expressing regret accepting responsibility, making restitution, genuinely repenting or requesting forgiveness. And knowing which one is our primary language can help set us up for success with everyone that we interact with. Wow. You know, yes, you're absolutely right about that. And I tell you, we might take a station break, but I want to come back immediately after this break, pick this up because I want to get off into the other languages and relationships that we sometimes encounter. If you want to be part of this great conversation at 188-344-1170 or you can go to the comments section and put your comments in, but we're going to come back and continue this great conversation with Dead Sea Carson. It's your life. I'm Dr. James J.C. Cooley. I'll see you shortly. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. And we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Streaming now on the Answer San Diego app and odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm Dr. James J.C. Cooley. And as usual, every time I got this young lady on, it's all about fun. It's all about education. It's all about uplifting. It's all about love. <laughs> it's all about love. You know? And so, uh, hey, Desi, uh, prior to taking a break, we were talking about the love languages, uh, love languages and apology languages. 
and you kind of uh, talked about that a little bit. Can you pick that back up uh, just a little bit more and share with our viewers and our listeners? Yeah, 100%. So our love languages and apology languages, I listed them out in the last segment, and they're really powerful. And once you know, then you're able to communicate your needs and your wants and have other people understand you better. And that is what we all want, right? And that is how we build these healthy relationships. The apology languages are a really useful addition because when we have turmoil in those in any relationship or we have relationships that are maybe not uh, present for us right now and we want to build them back up, apology languages is a really good way to set a tone for a healthy apology because we're not given a handbook on how to apologize in a healthy way most of the time. We have conflicts with other people. Most of the time, that communication is a little sour. Most of the time, our pride is a little bit in the way. And most of the time, we don't necessarily know what kind of apology that person is looking for from us, or they don't know what kind of apology we're looking for from them. And so the apology languages really help give us language to be able to satisfy that that moment and move us past the conflict and in, back into a healthy space together, which is what we all really want. Yeah, so how can we, we utilize those two particular language, languages in our relationships? Yeah, our relationships. And the thing is, relationships call for healthy communication, openness, and authentic, like you bring authenticity into the space. So for example, what I tend to do, my love language, my primary love language is words of affirmation. So I've led into romantic relationships, platonic friendships, co-working relationships and said, hey, my love language is words of affirmation. If you ever want me to feel good or want to give me good feedback on something, then just tell me. I just want to hear it. I just want you to give me these words because that's the way that I listen and I receive love. And we've had conversations, for example, with my coworkers, like, what is your love language? And so I know my uh, one of my coworkers' love languages is is gifts. So I'm like, great, I can get you gifts. And you know that I care about you know that I love you. So it really helps define our behavior in a relationship that makes it for a more upward trajectory, because we're, we're speaking into people's listening, we're leaning authentically into what people really want and need, which is a really the definition of a relationship. So it's crucial that we have it as part of it. So how do we know uh, when to heal or terminate an unhealthy relationship? I know that's a tough one right there. It's so tough. It's so tough because (laughs) at the point that we should let go of a really, really tough relationship (laughs) is usually the main point that we don't want to. Like it's usually the exact moment that we don't want to let go of that because we think about, let's say, other things, everything good. If you want to hold on to that relationship, then we've got to put it through a filter of like, is this working for me? Is this worth it? How much energy am I putting in? How much energy am I getting out of it? And is this something that I can come back to at a later date? Because like you had said in the beginning of our, our session today, James, is that some people are in your life for a season. They truly are. Some people truly are only there for a little bit. Some people are in our lives on a seasonal basis. (laughs) So sometimes it's not just one season, but some might be there in the fall, but they'll be there next fall. (laughs) But the rest of the year between, we might have a little bit of a struggle. But the thing is, they might come back again next fall. So (laughs) to truly sever a relationship, I would say one, you owe it complete communication. You owe it the effort that it takes to really speak to the other person's listening. You owe it whatever apologies or restitution needs to be present. And if it still fails all of those tests, then we create that distance, but make it clear if you want that door to stay open or not. Well, you know, you just tripped me up because I never even (laughs) thought about it like that. Some people are seasonal. Uh, Just like when I I say when I was in high school uh, and um, uh, I can use this for an example is when you played on the sports teams, basketball, football, whichever team that you played on at that time. uh, And I can just use this uh, as a young team. The girls, if you played on the basketball team, all the girls or whatever that was, they was there for you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> basketball season and football season, they, they're there, uh, the same same ones, <laughs> whatever that is. And life 
is kind of like that because uh, you have some people that are only there when they can benefit during that particular time, uh, during that particular season, if you will. Uh, and um, yeah, so you you get you got seasons. You get, you got one season. You got seasonals, which I have not even thought about like that. But I kind of like it. I'm about to use that, so I'm stealing that one from you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know, it does it. Everyone is talking about mental health now, but what are some of the things that they're not talking about? We're talking about mental health because we've got all these different issues and problems that are happening at the now. Uh, but soon as that is over, the political scene kind of pushes that to the side. And it's a lot of things that they're not talking about. Uh, can, can you explain that to uh, uh, um, the now, the now is only here for the now. What are some of the things they're not talking about that uh, involve me- mental health at that moment because it repeats itself over and over and over again? Yeah, absolutely. I would say quite a few things, um, but some main ones are one, the mental health care system actually isn't being talked about a lot. There's a lot of talk right now around self-care, or doing these little fixes and all that, but there's truly a big issue within the mental health care system is a lack of both psychiatrists and therapists. And even with the accessibility of telehealth, it's still very, very hard to get appointments. Like, for example, there are maybe three or four months in between when I can get a psychiatry appointment. And it's like, that is for anyone that's doing med management, that's, that can be quite difficult. Um, another thing that we're not really talking about is uh, with these quick fixes and with like, oh, just go on your walk, just go outside, just do this craft, just like all all that fluffy stuff. It doesn't talk about how we have to say it's okay to not be okay for however long of time that is. For example, if someone has a death in the family or something, we can't define how long grief will last. We can't define what that is going to be like for that person. So what we need to do is be comfortable with the uncomfortability that comes along with being there for someone who's not okay for an extended amount of time, because it's really easy to show up for someone for a season. (laughs) Get me? We have people that show up in our lives for a season, but we do that too. (laughs) And so how can we endure? How can we uh, show up for longer for people? Because they need us for longer because so many things can happen over that span of time. You know what? Uh, and we all are guilty of that, uh, Desi. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I myself, I have, I don't consider myself as a seasonal guy, but I have been there a couple of times and you step away and, you know, because it didn't benefit at the time. Uh, so we're down to about the last two minutes of the show. There's a couple of things that I want to get in. So we have to keep these answers short. What is Desi Carlson doing to foster and build a community of care? <laughs> so I would say me personally, you know, that, that's a good question. That's part of my job and what I do. Um, we run uh, free community programs for people to come together and talk about issues that are happening. Um, we offer them virtually every uh, Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern, um, and if you want to check out some of the options that we have, then just come to our website, www.ideasgeneration.org. Okay. Yes. Uh, can you uh, provide to our listeners and our viewers two takeaways that they need to keep in mind from this great interview that I'm having with you? Yeah, absolutely. I would say the first one, like you mentioned earlier, when it comes to healthy relationships and and creating them, identify what you need and then identify who you need. <laughs> and then beyond that, again, I'll say it every time, lead with love, lead with compassion. If someone can, like that quote I like to use, if someone can hate me without knowing me, I can love you without knowing you. And that takes a level of vulnerability and courage that we have to step into that place to love someone that we don't know. So yeah, quickly, take that 15, amount of it. <laughs> quickly, 15 seconds list. How can they... Uh, uh, people get in touch with you uh, inspired by this uh, interview. Yeah, so either connect with me on LinkedIn or go to www.ideasgeneration.org. Wow. I want to thank you for taking the time. You know you got an open invitation on the James Cooley Show. It's your life. I want to thank you, thank you for taking the time to come on the show today. i also like to take, thank my wife, uh, Michelle, for doing all the heavy lifting, setting all this up. i like to thank my great producer, Todd Pirate and Kevin always there doing great, great things. 
most importantly, I'd like to thank our listening audience for tuning in uh, to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. I want everybody to remember always to dream big, think big, and be big at everything you do. We're always looking for sponsors so we can continue to bring this great message to you. Keep in mind, you are loved and appreciated. Again, you are loved and appreciated. We'll be back the same time tomorrow on It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, Dr. James J.C. Cooley. I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. To learn more about James, how you can support the show or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been The James Cooley Show. It's your life, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. Noah Dingley here, producer of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And the new audio version of James' book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, is a must-have. James shares his true-life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, by James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever audiobooks are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. And we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.